Coming up, we'll talk a busy stretch ahead for the All-Stars, a new toy for the World of Outlaws, Buddy Kofoid's Arca Crash, and apparently Dirt Tracker shirts are too controversial for Facebook. Let's go. It's Wednesday, August 24th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. After a few days off following weekend shows at Outlaw and Utica Rome, the All-Star Circuit of Champions is back tonight to start a stretch of five races in five days across Pennsylvania and New Jersey. It's Bloomsburg Fair tonight, Bridgeport tomorrow, Williams Grove Friday, Lincoln Saturday, and Bedford Speedway on Sunday. Tyler Courtney padded his championship lead over the weekend, and the gap back to Justin Peck is now 118 points. Everyone from Cap Henry in third on back is basically out of striking distance at this point. The All-Stars have already been to Bloomsburg Fair this season with Anthony Macri winning back on April 21st. He led the final 14 laps and topped Bill Baylog and Justin Peck. I think Macri will again be a favorite tonight, but you won't see him in his usual 39 machine. Instead, Macri is taking over the McGee 11 for the next several races with Parker Price Miller still recovering from his Knoxville injuries. Corey Eliason was uh, in that car this last weekend and picked up two top fives. So with Macri taking the wheel in his home area, expect him to compete for wins and run up front. Another different driver and team combo we'll see this week is Cole Macedo and Alex Bowman's Ally 55. Macedo tweeted this morning that he'll run Bloomsburg and Bridgeport this week in that car. And TJ Slideways tweeted out kind of the connection there. Joe Gertie, who used to crew chief for Cole's brother Carson when Carson raced for Kyle Larson Racing, is in charge of Bowman's sprint car team. Uh, Cole has been strong running in Ohio this season with the Linders and Ray Brooks and had a nice run in Knoxville for the Nationals in that Philip Dietz prepared car. He was eighth on his prelim night and seventh in the Saturday B-Main. Other drivers you'll see tonight include Gio Selzy, Brent Marks, Danny Dietrich, and I'm sure a solid contingent of other PA Posse members. You can watch the All-Stars live tonight on Flow if you are not headed to the racetrack. And if you follow the Dirt Tracker Twitter account, you may have seen my retweet yesterday of an interesting post from Featherlight Trailers. They shared a few photos of a new trailer they were just finishing up that is actually for World Racing Group and the World of Outlaws. The tweet mentions the trailer will be a mobile office setup, and the big 53-footer includes the ability to serve as a ticket vending setup with multiple walk-up windows on the side. It'll certainly be a nice addition out on the road, and after talking to some friends over at WRG, it sounds like we could see this new trailer at big events and out with the Sprint Car Series a bunch. NASCAR has used uh, something similar uh, for their credentials and pit passes uh, here in recent years. And ha uh, having a setup like this could make buying tickets at busy events go much quicker. Instead of relying on maybe just one or two windows that a local track's ticket booth would have, this trailer has five. And infrastructure and facilities are a challenge at some racetracks. So when in doubt, bring your own infrastructure. Uh, if you want to check out more of the photos for yourself, head over to dirttracker.com slash or dirttracker.com, twitter.com slash dirttracker. Uh, before I move on, I've got a quick merch story for you. I tried over the last week or so to set up some Facebook and Instagram ads to help spread the word about the new Dirt Tracker shirts. Somehow, though, through the process of doing that, my ads were rejected and my ad account has been disabled. I have no idea why. I twice submitted a request for review and both times was given absolutely no explanation as to what I did wrong. So apparently my don't tell me there's no passing in sprint car racing and Dirt Lay Model Championships Matter shirts are just too controversial for Facebook. Uh, I guess for you guys on the plus side, you won't be spammed with Dirt Tracker ads while you're on those platforms. So I guess instead of using ads, I'll just continue to periodically mention the shirts and decals here on my show and on my social media channels. 
If you want a shirt that's too hot for Facebook, head over to shop.dirttracker.com. I've had a few people ask me this week about the ARCA race from Sunday on the dirt at the Illinois State Fairgrounds. I didn't talk about it earlier this week because I didn't figure there were too many out there who really cared about it. And normally when I mention things like ARCA or the truck series or NASCAR in general, people just don't care and I get comments about it. So I didn't talk about it. Uh, Buddy Kofoid was in the race driving an entry for Venturini Motorsports, obviously through his Toyota connection. And he was in contention for a lot of the event. The 100 lap race was eventually shortened because of time limits at the facility. But things went sideways around what was probably going to be one lap to go in the race. The lap car of Bryce uh, Bryce Hogeberg, excuse me, had issues on the front straightaway, actually hitting the outside wall, and he slowed dramatically right in front of the leader, Jesse Love, and Kofoid, who was running second. Love was able to duck low to avoid the stricken car, but Kofoid didn't see him until it was too late and absolutely piled into the back of the 12 car. If Buddy wasn't full speed at that moment, he was pretty damn close. Both drivers were okay, but both cars were destroyed, and the incident basically ended the race. Love was the winner, and Kofoid was scored second because officials did not count that final lap after all of that. But he said afterwards uh, that the windshields and the glare made it really difficult to see kind of riding behind Love. There was a little bit of dust, uh, and so he just couldn't see when uh, the car of Hagerberg was you know, kind of coming down the racetrack. Definitely an unfortunate uh, unfortunate situation, but one that happens fairly often in ARCA. The level of cars and drivers varies wildly from the front of the grid to the back, and the speed differentials are really large. For example, at the end of that race on Sunday, only three of 21 cars in the field were on the lead lap. Looking at this week, although Buddy walked away from the incident, it seems as though he's going to take a few days off from racing. He was scheduled to be in Pennsylvania with the All-Stars, But that Crouch Motorsports team he's been driving for tweeted yesterday that they will now not be in attendance. Jeremy Elliott also mentioned it in his top 50 over at SprintCarUnlimited.com. Hopefully we'll see Buddy back in action soon. We are still about a week and a half away from the next USAC midget race where you would expect Kofoid to participate as he's working to defend his championship from last season with Coons. Up in New York tonight, the Super Car Series is at Ransomville Speedway for the Summer Nationals. The big block modified portion of the night will feature a $7,500 to win main event. And Matt Shepard comes in hot, having won four of the last five series races. He's also seized control of the championship, bringing a 95 point advantage into tonight's racing. Matt Williamson is second in the standings and Ransomville is a place where he's been fast this season in 358 modified competition. He does need to add some more good finishes to his 2022 tally, though, if he's going to have any chance of running down Shepard for the championship. Behind the top two, things from third to sixth are tight with Jimmy Phelps, Anthony Perego, Max McLaughlin, and Mark Johnson, all only separated by 40 points. Besides the series regulars, we'll also have a Stuart Friesen and Eric Rudolph sighting tonight. If you want to watch uh, on the internet, Stuart Vision will have tonight's live stream. A couple of show notes before uh, for you before we shut it down for today. I'm doing a Fresh Conversations interview later today. It should be on the YouTube channel and podcast feed, uh, either later tonight or early tomorrow. Uh, I'm also working on another interview for next week, and this will most likely be the first repeat guest we've had on Conversation, so stay tuned for that one. Uh, definitely got some cool extra content coming your way over the next several days. And if you want to start sending in questions for a future mailbag episode, you can drop them in my inbox at info at dirttracker.com. That's D-I-R-T-R-A-C-K-R.com. If you want more dirt racing audio this week, Loud Pedal is talking the high limit open. Passing points has Ryan haas QuickTime has Tasker Phillips, TJ Slideways has Danny Sams, and there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, Dirt Tracks, and Rib Racks, and Wednesdays with Wayne. To see the full list of shows and episodes, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. 
And there is some good action on the streaming services today if you are looking for something to watch. Dirt Vision has the aforementioned Super Dirt Car Series from Ransomville. They've also got weekly micro racing from Millbridge. Flow Racing has the All-Stars from Bloomsburg Fair and Flow 24-7. And Speedsport has IMCA Racing from Buena Vista. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, uh, check out dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Wednesday. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment uh, on these videos. That helps me out. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.